You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. So if you have your Bible with you, we're going to read starting from verse 1. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Can we just pray right now and commit this time to God? Lord, we thank you for your word. You said that your word is God-inspired, alive, it's active, it's powerful, and it's useful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training your people for righteousness. So, Lord, teach us today through your word. Speak to us, Lord. Give us clear instruction. Give us wisdom. Impart life and faith to each and every one of us. I pray that after our time together, I pray that we would know what to do and we would know what to pursue. Jesus' name, amen. Let me just jump to verse 3 first before we go back to verse 1 and verse 2 because verse 3 gives us, it gave us a picture of a blessed man, a man who is truly happy and The Bible says he's like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields uh, its fruit in its season. In other translation, in the NLT version, it says, yields fruit in each season. In each season. And like the tree, we're compared to the tree. We're compared to a tree because like trees, we also go through seasons. It was a different season when I was a single man, uh, when I got married, when I have a newborn, when I have two kids. Now my wife is back in school for masteral. I mean, there's every year something's changing. Uh, something's come being added, it's changing assignment and all of that. So it, it affects the way we live. We go through seasons. And how many of you know that sometimes it's not as good as before? We go through good times and bad times. We have highs and lows. We go through seasons. But the picture that was given to us, the Bible says, a blessed man is somebody who bears fruit regardless of the season that he or she is in. It's not only when it's good, when things are favorable, that they bear fruit. And when we talk about fruit, the Bible uh, talks about a character, the fruit of the Spirit. It talks about being loving or kind or patient or gentle, having self-control. And the Bible says that a blessed person, a truly happy person, is a person who manifests the fruit of the Spirit, whether it's good or bad time. Gentleness is not a personality type. It's a fruit of the Spirit. A person who bears fruit. So sometimes we think, Lord, I'll bear fruit pag nangyari to, pag na-answer yung prayer ko, pag nangyari yung faith goals. No. Because it's possible that we pray and fast this January, we write our faith goals, and it's possible that some of our faith goals will not happen this year. But it doesn't mean we will not be happy. It doesn't mean we will not be blessed. Even if we're still waiting for that breakthrough, the Bible says we can have a blessed year this year. We can be happy now, not next year, not five years from now. Not when you already have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Not when you have that promotion, not when you have that increase in salary, not when your debts are gone, but now, right here, right now, 2018, we can have a blessed year. We can be happy. That's a picture uh, of a happy person. He's 
blessedness is not dependent on something that moves or superficial or external. A blessed man bears fruit regardless of the season. And if I may add to this, because when I was preparing about season, I realized, you know, sometimes I envy other people's season. How many of you, you experience that also? Diba, minsan pag tumitin ka, grabe naman yung season ko, Lord. Pwede bang i-fast forward mo na? Dalhin mo na ako sa ganong season. Because in my mind, only if my season will change now and I'll be transported to that season, then life will be much better. You know, before, I would only see a picture of snow. And in my mind, sabi ko, ganda, no? Ganda ng picture. You uh, create a snowman. And I always enjoy looking at pictures of people nasa snow. And then I had an opportunity uh, to go to the U.S. for three months to study. And then during that time that I was there, nag-snow. So can you imagine my excitement? Takbo, takbo kami. Kaklasik ko si Joe. Takbo kami palabas. Tapos I was excited para mag-picture taking kami. I think I stayed only less than 30 seconds. Para ang ganda lang pala sa picture. No? But for me, it was hard. In fact, our class was canceled that day. We cannot go out because of it's not safe. It was dangerous because of the snow. And yung tinitara naming bahay, yung nire-rent namin, bed spacer kami, nagtitipid sa kuryente yung may-ari. So ayaw niyang itodo yung heater. So sa loob, para kaming nakababad sa snow. Ay ko, grabe. Ayoko ng snow. Tapos pagdating ko dito, ang init, basang-basa ka ng pawis. Pagdating mo ng airport pa lang, para ka na nag-shower. Thank you, Lord. Amoy pawis ako. Grabe, ano? Sometimes when you're in not someone's else season, it looks good until you get there. There is a challenge in every season, but the good news is there's also a blessing in every season. So we have to learn to be grateful for the season that we're in, and we need to learn to be fruitful where God has placed us. In fact, if you're a blessed person, if you're a happy person, the Bible says the picture is, regardless of the season you're in, you're fruitful. You're bearing the Christ-like character. You're winning souls for Christ. You have provision. You are productive. You are a blessing. That's God's desire for us. The question is, how do you become like that? How do you become a person like that? And here's the answer for us. In verse 1, we need God's people. Can you please turn to the person seated next to you? Tell that person, I need you. Verse 1, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. And there's a progression there. The walk, the stand, the sitting down. It gives us a picture of progression of our relationship. Parang nadaanan mo lang, you walk, and then you stand, nagstay ka, parang, then mamaya kumukuha na kayo ng upuan, nagko-coffee na kayo. It's like a picture, a progression of your relationship with someone, but it's also a progression of influence of someone in your life. You're following His counsel. Walking is following, following the counsel of the wicked. Or standing, it's, it means you're owning it already. You're standing on it as a conviction. And then you're sitting down, making it your way of life. It speaks of the progress of someone's influence in the way you think, and the way you behave, and the way you live your life. What I'm trying to say is, the people you surround yourself with will influence the outcome of your life. That's why the Bible says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? Who are the people that you're giving access into your life? Because if you want to have a blessed 2018, if you want to have a blessed and happy year to surround yourself 
with the right people who will speak the truth of God into your life. Because there can be many opinions. Not only that we have information overload, we also have opinion overload. So many experts, so many blogs, so many podcasts, so many websites telling us what is right and how to live our lives. And the Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. It may appear good, it might feel good, it might look good, it might sound good, but in the end, it's going to destroy you. It's going to destroy your marriage, your family, your destiny. So just because something looks good and sounds good and feels good doesn't mean it's right for you or good for you. We need the people we surround ourselves with. And how many parents do we have in this room? We know this, right? I have an eight-year-old kid and I have a two-year-old boy, especially my eight years old. Grade two, can you imagine? Every day I would try to ask her, after school, anything like this that happened to you, I will be updated of the conversation she's having and who she's spending time with because I know as a parent that the, that the people that she's talking to and spending time with will influence the way she thinks and the way she sees life. And we know that as parents, that's why we're very careful and that applies to us as well, not just for our children. The saying is true, more is caught than taught. Some people think, matanda na ako, alam ko na yan, alam ko na yung tama at mali, kaya ko mag-hang out sa mga to. I will not be influenced. Kaya kong umupo dito, makipagkwentuhan ng bastos, I will not be influenced. We think we graduated from it, but more is caught. There's what we call, in the Christian circle, what we call impartation. It's not just what people are saying, it's the life that they're living. It robs on us. We get something from it, and before we know it, Hang out with adulterers and just give it time and you will find yourself entertaining the thought of having an affair as well. The people you walk with. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So I want to encourage you one thing this year for us to do. If you don't yet have people in your life if you've been coming in this church, you're not part of a victory group yet, I want to encourage you, make it one of your faith goals this year. Lord, I'll be part of a faith goal. I'll make time for this. I will surround myself with people who will inspire me to be godly, who will push me to Jesus, who will build up my faith, who will pray for me and my family. I want to have people like that in my life. I want to challenge you. I hope church is not just a... Uh, an event that you attend once a week, every Sunday, I hope this is going to be your spiritual family. I hope this is going to be your church community. And I hope you will find people here who will become your long lifetime friends that you can do battle with and life with and do ministry with. Do you have people like that in your life? I hope you have people in your life. Hindi lang puro hobbies. Hindi lang puro TV shows. But we can really talk about our flaws, our issues, our struggles, our problems, the real life, the real me. Not only that, we need God's people, we need God's word. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Delight. Ilan sa inyo dito, meron kayong something that you always look forward to doing or eating. Meron kayong favorite na gawin. Hindi nyo makaya. Ako, coffee. You know, coffee for me is, is something that I only drink during exams. Pag magpupuyat, until I develop this craving, 
And then, I find myself drinking coffee, kahit walang exam. Two, three cups, five cups a day. I have to, kailangan control yung sarili ko kasi minsan nagpapalpitate na ako. Yung pag may kausap, na-experience na ba yung pag may kausap ka? Yung, kabusa ka na pare. <laughs> Ba't ganyan ka? Hindi ko rin alam eh. Pala, nakalimang coffee ka <laughs> Masama pala yun. Nangyari sa akin yun. Nag-preach ako dito one time. Hindi ko alam. Let's open our Bible! <laughs> yung pala dahil, ang tapang ng barakong kape. Delight. You know, let me talk about delight. Delight yourself in God's Word. You want to have a happy year, blessed year, delight yourself in the Word. For me, that happens like, like naturally. It's like uh, a newborn baby craving for milk. Like yung mga baby, hindi na natin sila kailangan i-convince, kailangan mo ng milk. Sila yung magagalit sa'yo pag di ka nag... Sa, sa gabi talagang every how many hours gigisingin ka because it's natural craving for newborn babies for milk. You know, that's like what happened to me when I got born again. Before, I don't really read books. That's not something I'm proud of. Um, I got saved third year in college. So prior to that, school bukol yung favorite kong TV show. Si Miss Tapia yung... Anyway... <laughs> So, hindi ako nag-aaral masyado. I mean, hindi ako nagbabasa ng books. I don't go to libraries. But when I got born again, something happened to me. Uh, I felt a craving in my heart to read God's Word. Kahit English, nahirapan ako dati. Hindi ko maintindihan. Ang hirap nitong intindihin. But for some reason, every day, I will wake up, I will get that Bible, and I will read it. Eventually, I started waking up early in the morning, 5 a.m., 4 a.m., just so I can spend time in the Word. Break time in school, I would go home para makapaglaka ko ng kwarto sa bahay so that I can read the Bible and pray. Something happened to me. It was a craving that was developed. I want to know who God is. I want to know His will for my life. I want to know His plans. I want to understand this Word. Somebody told me, one pastor said that the Bible is God's love letter to us and that's how I felt. I felt like I was a guy who fell in love with a girl. I can't wait to read the text. The, the love letter. Leviticus na ako, Lord. Parang Hindi ko maintindihan, Lord, pero want to read the Word. I, but I know for some people, that's not always the case. For some people, it's a process of developing that desire. Just like what happened to me with my craving for coffee. It was really a progress. When I was not yet a Christian, I have vices. Ganun din nangyari. Hindi ko naman gusto mag uminom. Pero somehow, na-develop siya until such time, sasabihin ko, sarap talaga nito, no? Yung niloko mo na yung sarili mo, gumuguhit. Hindi naman talaga masarap, eh. I just like what it brings to me. The acceptance, the reputation of being cool and all of these things. But it's not really... So, I, I developed it. Cre- delight. I hope that will be the case for all of us this year, that we will all delight in the Word of God. We will be people of the Word. Hindi lang tayo Christian, pero we think like pagans. No, we're Christians and the Bible is the standard for what we believe and how we live. The Bible is my manual for raising my kids. The Bible is my textbook for handling our finances. The Bible is the standard of morals and ethics for me. The Bible is my worldview. It's my lens in seeing life and the world and people and God. I hope we will become people of the Word. Personally, prayer ko kay Lord, Lord, I want to grow in the Word. I want to know you better. How do, you, how do you develop that delight? The Bible says, meditate the word day and night. Meditate. 
yung meditate no it's a word of it means slowing down and spending time in the word slow down remove your phone in fact if you're reading your bible using your device i would encourage you to get a really a bible or ako lang yung nagstruggle babasa ang bible biglang may nag uy viber notification uy facebook mamaya nagse-search ka na sa google i don't know what will work for you it works differently for everyone but find a way to disconnect to slow down and be with God and let the Word of God speak to you. Martin Luther said, when the Bible speaks, God speaks. You want to hear God? You want God to speak to you? Go into His Word. The primary way God speaks to us is His Word. And sometimes we wonder, Lord, ano bang word mo? Wala ka namang word sa akin. Nagbabasa ka bang Bible, bro? Meditate the Word. Surely, if we have time to check our Instagram, Surely, if we have time to check Facebook, surely we have time for the Word of God. In fact, I want to encourage all of you that we are a blessed nation because we have access to the Bible. We're allowed to have a gathering like this where the Bible is taught. There are still nations today that if you're found out to be using the Bible and you're reading it and you have a copy, you will lose your job, you will be cut off of your family, you will be persecuted. Praise God. How many of you are thankful you are in the Philippines today? We have access anywhere we are, at work, at home, abroad, wherever we are, we can access the phone with multiple translations. We can meditate the word. Meditate. There's something powerful that happens when we allow the word of God to renew our mind, to convict our heart, and to speak to us. Something happens. I've been Christian for more or less 20 years now, and I tell you, I've been to a lot of conferences, Sunday services, trainings, and meetings, and victory groups. But the most powerful word I receive is not from a conference or a Sunday service like this. The most powerful word that changed me, that marked me as a Christian, I received during my personal time in the Word. When I was doing my devotion, reading that Bible, allowing God to speak to me, sometimes I would cry. Sometimes I would repent. Sometimes I would praise God, even though I'm in the midst of a very difficult situation. You know why? Because something happened to me through that Word. God wants to speak to you. God is a communicative God. Genesis opened up with eight statements that said, God said, let there be light. God said, God said, God said, because God is a God who speaks. He wants to communicate to us. He wants us to have a strong relationship with Him. Sometimes we're just too busy to pick up the phone. Sometimes we're just too busy to look at the message. But this year, I believe God is speaking to us. He wants us to meditate the Word. Delight in God's Word. In fact, because we really want to help all of us get deeper into the Word of God this year. We are rallying the whole church to go through the Purple Book again. Pastor Steve, the founder of Victory, uh, is now the every nation world. They I mean, overseeing churches and different parts of the world. He's been a Christian longer than we are. Great teacher of the Bible, but yet every year he will go through the Purple Book. Answer it like it's the first time nurturing, not wanting to lose that attitude of, Lord, I want to know you better. Because we cannot exhaust the Word of God. I don't care if you read that verse hundred times. God can show you and speak to you in a fresh way. 
Grabe, pag nagbabasa ang Bible, may mga nabasa ko, God is a father. Nabasa ko na yun college ako eh. But it was different when I became a single person. It became different when I was married. It became a different now that when I have my own children. The Word of God just keeps growing and exploding. We will never be able to exhaust God's Word. Sometimes it's us who become familiar and we think, nabasa ko na yan, alam ko na yan. It's important that we cultivate that posture of us. Lord, I want your word. I want to know you better. So, join us. You know, we have this Purple Book campaign and uh, sign up will start today until 27. But the idea is this, because we know you're busy, we are going to provide an online Purple Book class for all of us. So there's just one live orientation for us, but the rest of 12 weeks will be online. We will be providing resources, videos, so you can join us and journey with us all together, all of us, whether you're at the office, in the kitchen at home, in school, wherever you are, we will go deeper together this year. Amen. How many of you here, you want to be a man and woman of the word? You want to go deeper this year? So that's what we're going to do. Last thing as we end. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, Joshua was, about to, Joshua was about to take on a big assignment. Moses now is going, going away and he's passing the baton to Joshua. It's a big assignment leading a million people, more than a million people, and they are going into the promised land, a place they've never been to. It's a new territory there. They don't know what to expect. They will have mountains to climb. They will have rivers to cross. And there will be enemies to confront. There's a lot of uncertainty. So can you imagine the pressure of following this great leader? There's expectations. There's pressure. And God's word for him. Pep talk. Before you start your leadership. Before you start this year. Before you venture out. And before you attack and pursue the promises of God for you, here's my word for you. And this is originally given to Joshua, but I believe this is God's word for you and me this 2018. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. How many of you here, you want to be prosperous and successful this year? And I like that it says good success because there is such thing as bad success. Success for some people is just having more money. But it's possible to have more money and have a miserable life. For some people, success is having more likes, being famous. But it's possible to be famous and be depressed at the same time. That's why last year, I mean, at least two suicides one Korean pop star, one leader of a rock band in the U.S. I mean, these people have everything, fame and money and girls and big house and cars and all of these things. It's possible to have bad success. That's why the Bible says, Joshua, don't copy the people around you. Meditate this word day and night so that you will stay focused, so you will have the right perspective. So you will not pursue useless and worthless things, but so you will be prosperous, real prosperous, and real successful, good success. What is success? Maybe for some people, that's promotion. Some people, that's having that dream job. What is success to you? Because in the Bible, success is serving God's purpose. When David died, the only thing said about him in the New Testament was, and when David served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. 
David was a decorated military leader. He's one of the greatest king that Israel had ever had. He's rich, he's powerful, he's great military. I mean, he's a talented worship leader. There's a lot of things that can be said about David. There's a lot of things he achieved during his lifetime. But the Bible only said this, that he served God's purpose in his own generation. This life is short. Soon you and I will be forgotten and we will be no more. We will die. And the only thing that matters is not whether you have a car or a house or a wife. The only thing that will matter is whether you have served God's purpose in your generation. Meditate on it day and night. Again, the word blessed means happy. And here's what's ironic as we end. The less we are concerned about our happiness, because some people, their greatest value is their happiness. I would sacrifice integrity for my happiness. I will sacrifice church and God for my happiness. I will sacrifice my family for my happiness. Some people, their greatest value and priority is their happiness. And in the process, because they make that their greatest pursuit in life, they end up not being happy. The less we are concerned about our happiness, And the more we are concerned about Christ, the happier we get. It's when we say, Lord, not my will, but your will. Not my plans, but your plans. In the end, we end up happier. That's why I hope that will be our greatest pursuit this year. I hope God and not happiness will be our greatest pursuit this 2018. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.